All right, welcome back to the second edition of the IDS Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm your host, Tyler Tashman, and today we're going to look back at the last two weekends of Indiana Wrestling and preview this weekend's tournament in New York. Alongside me today is Junior Brock Hudkins um, to talk about the IU Wrestling. Brock, thanks for joining me. How's it going? I'm doing well. How about you? Pretty good. A little bit cold? It's very cold. <laughs> um, so we're going to start back on November 2nd with the Michigan State Open. Um, it, was, it was quite an impressive start um, and a team performance by Brock um, and the rest of the Hoosiers. Um, uh, between the main draw and the freshman and sophomore tournament, um, I ha- IU had 10 wrestlers uh, that finished in the top six, including four finalists. Um, Brock in the 125-pound weight class, um, along with freshman Nick Willem um, at uh, 197 pounds, both took home tournament titles. Um, so, Brock, you went 5-0 and on the weekend, defeated two ranked opponents, um, including number nine ranked Drew Hildenbrand from uh, Central Michigan in the finals. How did it feel to get back um, out there on the mat and, and get the season going in such a positive way? Um, you know, honestly, like it was good because I haven't competed in over a year. Uh, when I was at NIU, I didn't compete, you know, we redshirted me and really just focused on recovery and training and everything. Um, so to come back out, you know, off of a national tournament that wasn't always the best tournament, uh, and just to see the level of difference when I compete and the way like I was scoring and beating these guys and how confident I was in my wrestling ability, it just showed me what we were doing was like perfect. And what Angel's doing is putting this team back on track. Uh, so it was awesome. And like like I said, this guy's helped me so much, just welcomed me in as a family. Uh, so that made it 10 times easier, obviously having those guys behind my back. And you know a lot of them stayed around for my finals match, which made it nice too, so. Um, in, in that finals match, a third period takedown gave you the three to two lead, which ended up being the final score. And can you kind of take me through that match? What was your mindset before the match, and how are you feeling during and after the victory? Um, well, it was actually a first period takedown. So when it was kind of rough to get you know get it going, I always want to think about scoring right off the bat because if I can dictate the tempo and the pace, if I can you know get his mindset thinking offense to defense you know all this stuff it really pushes the tempo and and motivates you just as much as it like stops him from wanting to do these things uh it's easier to break guys that way too so you know obviously in my mind you know before that match angel just keeps reminding me you know just go out there to score go out to score don't worry about winning don't worry about losing you know it doesn't matter it's not march what we want to know right now is what do you look like at your best? What do you look like when you're just going out there to wrestle? Uh, what are things that we need to work on? What are things that we need to progress at? Uh, positions we should fix, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, first period, you know, obviously I'm just, you know, two guys are going to feel each other out a little bit. Uh, we're looking for, you know, anything, slick moves, attacks. Um, so I, you know, I was opening him up, kind of going left single leg, left single leg, left single leg. He wasn't really fighting much you know we had good snaps a lot of movement and I just I felt this one duck and I was like right, I'm going for it so I ducked him and I was actually a little surprised I got it myself uh, but those are always the best moves right there when you just feel it and you're just like go and after that you know I just felt like I had a really good control of the match uh, I knew that he was going to try to push the tempo but he didn't he doesn't have a lot except for you know counter offense so I knew that when I was shooting, I just had to be smart. Just got to make sure that my shot was like, just 
going and putting things together not waiting for the perfect shot but more like just constant movement constant pressure being ready to scramble out of things well you ended up with that 3-2 win like I said and and your teammates um like I mentioned before also had a lot of success um over the weekend especially the younger guys um freshman Donnell Washington and Nick South um, both play second in the freshman and sophomore tournament um, and Asar Garcia who's also a freshman ended in third place um, what is it like to see the wrestlers you know who are not as experienced um, at the college level shine in their first tournament and have you been taking those younger guys under your wing and kind of showing them the ropes uh, obviously all of us older guys definitely take as much as we can under our wings you know obviously I can't can't grab DJ and Nick they're too big for me obviously <laughs> but uh you know, I can definitely, you know, talk talk in their ear, you know, get their minds right, you know, making sure they're doing things right, dieting right, school right. Just seeing them, joking with them, making sure they're positive, smiling, you know, and that's one thing DJ's really good about. You know, he's always keeping people laughing, keeping the mood light. Uh, he actually should have won that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say bogus call, but it happens. And, you know, I, we all know DJ was the best one there uh, when in that weight class. Uh, Nick definitely shined, you know, putting put it out there. And that's awesome. You know, I, I love that they're stepping up to the plate. One thing that we just keep preaching to our younger guys is, like, anybody can be a leader. Anybody can be a leader. Like, don't think you have to follow people's shoes, you know. Dictate your own path and do the right thing for yourself. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that they are actually stepping up, where you see a lot of freshmen kind of – just like they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I will, I will, but then they don't do anything. They only listen to what the older guys say. Like sometimes you need those guys that are going to step up and push the tempo and, you know, dictate it themselves. And Nick and DJ have done a really good job. And Asa, you know, I've definitely taken Asa under my wing a whole lot, actually. We uh, we wrestle a lot during the weeks and stuff. And, you know, it started to get to the point where I was like, man, you know, it's starting to get hard to take him down. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is kind of bad. Like, you know, I used to go from, you know, kind of beating him up a little bit, playing big brother, and then it's like, okay, Asa, you're a little bigger than me now. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you can still, you can put up a fight. Uh, but it's always good. Like, I love that because it's like, it makes me have to keep readjusting and keep figuring him out as he's figuring himself out. And it just it makes me feel better because it's like, I know every day that when I go in there and push him, he's getting better, which is only going to make me better. Mm -hmm. So it's good to take the, the not just me, but everybody taking those younger guys under their wings. Um, and the best part about it is the younger guys are so accepting of it, you know, and nobody's like, no, I don't need this or I'm too good for this. Like everybody there is is like family. Um, we all listen to each other. We all bicker and fight with each other. But in the end, we all, we listen, we love each other. We do what we do, what the other person says, you know, and. It's good to see those guys succeed. And, you know, obviously, like I said, we're going to have a really, really good upcoming class. They're going to do really good things. Um, I think a lot of them actually could have competed in the open and done even just as good. Um, so I'm excited. You know, the coaches have already talked about it. They're like, yeah, you know, after seeing MSU and how we competed, these guys are ready for the real deal. So we've just been sticking them in some good opens where they actually have good ranked nationally guys who are have experience and stuff because we want to see how they compete with the best in the country and that was all those guys first tournament um for iu but that was also your first tournament for iu um you wrestled at northern illinois for two years before transferring here um you know what was your first impression when coming to bloomington and seeing the campus and, and the wrestling facilities um 
you know, obviously it having experience under my belt helps a lot. You know, you're not as scared. You're not as like, oh man, like a whole new thing. What's it like? You know, I'm on my own now. My mom's not making me dinner anymore. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. But honestly, it was it was a little bit, you know, intimidating just simply because it's like, man, I got to get the, the whole new campus down. I got to get the lifestyle down, the parking, you know, everything. And all these things, people are like, oh, that's stupid stuff. But that actually plays a huge role when you're transitioning. You know, you don't you don't want to have a rough day of not knowing when your classes are, not not knowing where the practices are. And then you get a ticket or a toad or you're told you're not supposed to park somewhere. And it's just just those things can be very frustrating. So, you know, I was a little intimidated, like, OK, I need to figure out the ropes. And I think the biggest thing you can always do is, just, again, rely on your sources. And my teammates are a huge resource. So, you know, obviously, you know, hey, where do you guys park? You know, what do you guys do here? What do you guys do there? Do any, does anybody know where this is at? Does anybody know where that is at? So, you know, coming here, obviously, you know, Big Ten's always cooler. It's just cooler. So <laughs> you, can't, you can't really complain about that. Things are nicer around here. And it's a beautiful, beautiful campus. Like, I love it here. Um, it's close to home. And like I said, just the family environment makes you feel like you are home. So, yeah, I can't really complain about that. Uh, but... Yeah, it was it was a little tough transitioning, but not in the sense of like, oh man, I didn't want to be here. It was more of like, okay, like it's just gonna take time to get adjusted. And once you're adjusted, it's just gonna be just like home. So moving on to the journeyman uh tournament now, which was in Troy, New York last sun uh last Sunday. Um the Hoosiers split their squad. Um the older guys in Brock went to the journeyman in New York and the younger guys uh, went to the Ohio Open. Um, in the journeyman, there were specific pools in each weight class, so it wasn't your typical tournament setup. Um, but either way, it was another good weekend for the Hoosiers. Um, four with an unblemished 3-0 record. Um, Dylan Hoey at 165 pounds. Uh, Greg Hagan at heavyweight. Um, Kyle Luigi's at 133. And Joey Sanchez at 157. Um, Brock, you went to New York um, with those guys. You finished with uh, two wins and one loss. Uh, how would you evaluate your performance? Um, you know, obviously everybody can grow, everybody can progress, can progress. Even the guys that, you know, went three and O or won the whole thing, you know, we're not looking at, oh, you went three and O, so you did your job. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. These aren't. This doesn't dictate how you do in March. So, yeah, am I disappointed that I dropped a, a close tiebreaker? Of course, you know, nobody wants to lose. However, you got to take those things as learning learning uh, chances and, and move on from them. Um, it stings because, you know, when you're a ranked guy, you're the guy to beat. You're the guy everybody's watching. So I know I'm going to have guys who are training to just beat me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's a challenge that I'm willing to take. So one thing, you know, like I said, uh, my performance was, was, was good because I bounced back. And I think that was the biggest key, you know, Angel and I were talking about. It's like you got to let go of the past and move on. Um, it's over with. It's not. This isn't March. This isn't going to dictate what what whether you go to nationals or win a title or whatever. This is only going to dictate how well you progress from here on out. So that's the biggest thing, you know, bouncing back. And you know, I go on to beat the kid that was beating this kid that just beat me. <laughs> I beat him thirteen to zero. So it was like, you know, I came off the mat. Angels said, you know, hey you just beat this kid 13 to zero and he lost by a point to the other kid. So you, we just, you can just see how good you are. You know, speaking of progressing, you did a lot 
just this in this first week um, after you won that Michigan State Open, um, you're up to ninth by Intermat, eighth in Flow, twelfth uh, in the track wrestling um, rankings. How does it feel to get that type of recognition at such a high level? So and already so early in the season. Um, mixed feelings, you know. <laughs> it is, and and that's hard to explain because. You can't look at it and be like, oh, yeah, I don't care. Because, I mean, in reality, it is good to see that people are recognizing you and that you, you're, everything you've worked for is showing off. But at the same time, you know, I don't feel like it's anything surprising. Like, I literally feel like I d- I've deserved this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should. that's how high it should have been ranked before. I should have been up there. You know, I had close matches with guys who were two and three ranked. And ranked and it's like man like I should be there and I should have stayed there and you know it's good to feel that way it's good to see that stuff uh and to come out firing but again you know you can't rely on rankings you know rankings don't mean anything people get upset all the time and a ranking can't tell a guy it tells somebody how they're going to come out off after weigh-ins and how they're going to feel or how they're going to compete you know what's going on in their life at that given time so rankings are good and all to just kind of show that you know hey you know you're being recognized and your progress is good and kind of hold that chip on your shoulder that's always good um and you're the guy to beat and that 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 feels good right there that you're the guy everybody wants to beat but you can't look at again you can't be satisfied as in like okay i'm the guy to beat now i just got to maintain it you're looking beyond it you know like i said uh angel and i have been training world level stuff because i'm not looking to just beat the best in the United States, I'm looking to beat the best in the world. And mm-hmm. if I can beat the best in the world, I know I can beat anybody in the United States. So that's the biggest the, the biggest transition is like you see these ranked guys that, that lose matches, but it's because you became satisfied or you know you got upset or you just weren't feeling good that day. And that's where you got to let rankings go and that's where you got to like just pretend that they don't exist sometimes. But yeah, it's definitely good to have them there and be like, yeah, you know, He's ranked eighth in the country at 125 at all the 125 pounders. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, you know, then you always got those people who try to one up you. They're like, oh, yeah, I was ranked back in my time. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Um, looking ahead to next weekend, um, you guys will go back to New York um, this time for the Black Knight invite in West Point um, this coming Sunday. Um, conference rivals Michigan and Penn State will be there as well. Um, I like to end the podcast with some rapid fire questions. So right, let's are, go. You, are you ready? I think. <laughs> uh, first one. All right. So uh, what what songs are currently on your pre match playlist? Oh man, some some bad songs, but some good songs. You know, I like I like to listen to rap beat music. You know, um, even a little bit some techno ish music in there. So kind of like uh, I'd love to change the world. Uh, Sleepwalker. Uh, you were right. Uh, I even have some country on there. So country must be country wide. Um, I actually even have a slow sad song on there. Her world or my world or whatever. You got a little mix of everything. Though. Yeah, it, and I think the biggest thing is like I said, you know, you know, rap. It's like okay, get the anxiety up, then a little bit of smooth country to like, like keep you calm and relaxed, and then some techno to be like, all right, you know. So I'm you have good. A, you have a good blend of stuff yeah. to get you in the right mindset. Yeah. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh man, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know how many times I've had this conversation with people, <laughs> like actually had this conversation <laughs> with people, because I can't choose between freezing time or going invisible. 
So freezing time, you're saying you could stop all time, yes. but you could still move. Yes. So you could literally, you know, think about it. You're running late. Freeze time. Get ready. Do whatever you want. You know, say say you're tired, right? You're in the middle of a wrestling tournament. You're, you're dead tired. <laughs> Just pause time. Take a nice fat nap. Wake up. Be like, all right, I'm ready to go, coach. You know, anything. So I, I like that, but I also like invisibility because I'm not I'm not really like into like creeping on people but sometimes it's nice to just see what people would do like if you just went invisible and just hang out somewhere and you're just like wow well what a mind reading too you could almost do see i wouldn't want to read people's minds because there's too many movies on it where it's like you have too much going on and you don't know how to control it or you know some people are very mean and you don't want to hear what they have to say (laughs) about you that is true i don't want to hear what somebody has to say about me sometimes i'd be like look i could have gone without knowing that you know (laughs) but (laughs) So I think I honestly think it it would probably be to freeze time because I personally like I like to slow down things and, you know, like live life a little bit and just being able to like pause a moment, you know, traveling, whatever, you seeing something cool, just pause a moment and just just sit there for a minute and or, you know, you're you're emotional, whatever it may be, pause a moment and just think about life and fix yourself back up and keep going on you know where you're recording a podcast and you just want to mm-hmm. just pause time for yeah, a second just pause it and <laughs> go on or mess i always wanted to mess with people too it's like somebody's eating something just pause and move like their fork somewhere and just see what they do like when they just look I, at it i can definitely tell you thought about this Dude, i'm telling you like, i had this conversation a lot and you'd be amazed at what some people come up with um, besides thinking about what superpowers you would want to have, what are some of your other hobbies outside of wrestling? I'm a big gamer. Okay. I'm a big gamer. What what type of games? So I like Call of Duty, Black okay. Ops, like the Black Ops, the Modern Warfares, anything like that. Uh, you know, I was on the Fort, Fortnite grind for a while, but yeah. I just, you know, it's not a fan of that whole building stuff and all that other shad stuff. So I'm more like Call of Duty, man. I like... The real stuff, you know, the guns, the team deathmatch, the hardcore stuff. And I'm very competitive. I'm a very competitive person. So, obviously, when I get on there, like, I have to be number one in my team. I have to be clearing in my team. You know, I got to be doing all this stuff. Um, I've actually had people people fight with me over, over live because I'm too good sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would say I'm a huge gamer. Um, but I do spend a lot of my time in the wrestling room, even the locker room. Uh, as weird as it may be, sometimes, you know, when you want to just get a break from everything, I just go in there and I'll just fold my clothes up, clean up the locker room a little bit after the guys, uh, maybe sauna a little bit, just chill, foam roll, stretch, anything that I feel like is just going to get me there. Um, and food. God, I love food. Oops. You take me anywhere on a date, I'll go anywhere. So people are like, well, what's your, what do you want to do? Well, you want to go get food? <laughs> like, I'm down for some food always. <laughs> so. so, okay, then what's your f- favorite pregame meal? pre-game meal so like before competition okay well how would let's just go meal in general i was gonna say because that that might limit it a little bit yeah i was gonna say because you know pre-game you know they they keep us on a pretty strict diet right you know afterwards even though i'm supposed to stay on a strict diet so coach if you listen to this i promise i haven't (laughs) done this but usually you know a good nice either chipotle bowl Mm -hmm. or some steak from like texas roadhouse or something uh, those are probably the two routes I would I always go afterwards. Yeah, I, I I'm just a meat eater. I love it. So you know I always do like steak and some mashed potatoes or mac and cheese with some asparagus, bro. 
and you get it from the right place, BJ's or Texas Roadhouse or anything like that, and there, it's good. It's so good. But I'm always down for a Chipotle run. No matter where I am, no matter, I can eat it three days, four days in a row. Somebody be like, yeah, you just ate Chipotle like yesterday. Like, let's go again. <laughs> have you done that before? Yes, I have. I've had Chipotle probably, <laughs> there was one week I had Chipotle four days in a row. <laughs> I was, I got a little scared, but it was good, man. I love it. All right, last one. Um, you're stranded on an island. You can take two of your teammates to try to help you get out. Oh, God. Who, who, are, who are you taking and why? Oh, man, I don't know if I want any of them. <laughs> um... Oh, let me think here. See, I need somebody who's going to be smart but not fight with me. Because if we got two heads colliding, you know, it's never good. You know, I need somebody who's who's taller than me, obviously. <laughs> so, oh, man. Hmm. That's a, that's a really solid question. <laughs> <laughs> Any names, just throw some out there. I, I personally think somebody who's got brains and who is tall and work I work well with is probably DJ. Okay. I definitely take DJ with me. And then, you know, I gotta think of you know, somebody who's not gonna complain the whole time. So <laughs> I'm not taking Luke, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying to think here. Nick Nick's awesome. I could get Nick to like build stuff and he'd just do about anything I say. And but I think I think there's two reasons I would take probably Nick and DJ. Because no matter how stranded we are, these dudes are going to make jokes and laugh the whole time. <laughs> like, they're not going to sit there all moody that we're stranded. They're going to they're gonna make the best of it, you know? And I'm sure they're, Nick's going to be doing something dumb, climbing a tree or something. <laughs> and DJ's going to be dancing and doing what DJ does. You know, we all see this, the videos that he's always posting. So, I mean, I think those are the two, you know? They, I got brains, I got brute, and I got fun. So, you know, if I got to die that way, that's how I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that, there you go. That's uh, that's all the time we have today. But Brock, I appreciate the time. We discussed a lot of things. The last couple of tournaments, uh, um, your your championship, the uh, upcoming tournament, some Chipotle, <laughs> some uh, some Stranded Islands, some Call of Duty. So yeah, I, I appreciate the time. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing me in. And you know, you guys keep out supporting us, man. It, it makes a difference. Uh, this this program is definitely being changed. Uh, their coaches are on the right right stride, and our team is on the right stride, and everybody's bought in. And you know, thank you guys who are listening. And yeah, thanks for listening again. This uh, podcast was produced by Haley Klesmer, and uh, we'll see you next time.